No restrictions. This is Todd. <laughs> God, he means Ralphie Cat, man. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. We got a feeling. <laughs> Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. We, hey, Todd, I got a feeling, man. <laughs> it's Ralph, man. Hi, Ralph. Yeah, you're really excited about this Steeler year. Yeah, man. Steelers are like everything. They're like religion, man. Like, I'm serious. Like, at the airport, there's like a statue of Franco Harris and an old lady in a red coat. Uh, Jenny Flick. When I go out there with Jim, man. <laughs> uh, Ralph, that's uh, George Washington. Uh, that, that's your name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's... Is that, is that it's, his aunt, man? It's uh yeah, he taught it to me. He could talk about that lady all day. But, hey man, I gotta tell you something. I'm excited but I wanna invite you to this tailgate, man. I ran into Steely McBeam and uh, you know, we have, I ran into new dispensary in Squirrel Hill in his medical cabinet. <laughs> and uh, he was he has irritable bowel syndrome, so I do too. But anyway, it, he and I are putting together like this kid ass tailgate, man. It's gonna be great. I love you I love you go, man. I love you go. For the opening game, Cleveland, we're going to be Cleveland, man. <laughs> You're always high, Ralph. That. What's that, man? You're always high, Ralph. I am high, man, yeah. I'm high on the Steelers. We're going to be Cleveland. The opener. When you come to the opening tailgate, man, we're setting it up. We're going to have Oreos, nachos, Skittles, everything, man. Uh, we're going to have, uh, I think, uh, Martavis Bryant might come by, even though he's supposed to be playing in Oakland. But he said, forget it, Ralph's tailgate rules. Uh, we're going to have uh, Le'Veon's coming by, man, because <laughs> they don't play him enough, man. And then Bam Morris, a little throw up Bam Morris, man, our old friend Bam. He's like, uh, he's into like agriculture now. He's bringing two two uh, uh, trash bags of like catnip, man. Brewed himself. Ralph, there's there's only one problem with that. Yeah, there's no what problem, man. Uh, it's an away game. We're in Cleveland for the first game. Are you sure? Are you sure, man? <laughs> Does Cleveland know? Does Cleveland know? Uh, yeah. I'm, over, man? I'm sure it's a away game in Cleveland. Hold on a second, man. Steely. Todd said it's an away game, man. No. Don't cry, dude. <laughs> oh, man, he's crying, man. <laughs> this is, whoa, he's crazy, man. You oh. got the food and everything, and they're all coming. I'm sorry, Ralph. It's... It's an away game, buddy. Don't tell Bam Morris. I mean, he does, he's hurt a lot. You know, he's been through a lot, man. Stuff. Just don't tell anybody, okay? This is just horrible, man. You know what? How about we just, maybe we just, I don't know, man. Maybe like Le'Veon knows Antonio Brown. Maybe we could helicopter to Cleveland after the tailgate. It's a win-win, <laughs> right? It's yeah, that, a win-win. that's a good spirit, Ralph. That's right. I mean, you get lemons and, and you throw lemons at the wall, man. Do stuff like that, right? <laughs> Yeah, he can make lemonade. Yeah, all right, bring it, man. Bring it. All right, peace, man. Peace. Uh, burn one? Uh, burn one, man. All right, Ralph, bye. Jim Crenn, No Restrictions with Todd DeFazio. Jim Crenn, no restrictions. We are at Bloom's, the premier cigar shop in Pittsburgh, right here on the south side. Todd DeFazio and I, my partner in crime, we are lighting up a cigar right now. Uh, Mark's in the background, of course, as you can hear Mark, uh, the, the character of character. I love Mark. He's the best, man. you got to stop in the Bloom's just to meet Mark. If yeah. You, right? If you want to be in And Saturday afternoon's the big party. They have a party here every yeah. Saturday afternoon. Got okay. to be at one. It was, there, there, are, there, are, one. there are dancers. Yeah, a dancer yeah. usually here. Uh, so if you're you're not into that, then you're not into that. But if you're into that, it's kind of nice. You will be entertained on Saturday. Yes, so you will. cigars and dancers. Uh, yes, very entertaining. <laughs> and also, don't forget the uh, Giant Eagle. We got the Yenzer cards happening. Yenzer cards are selling really well. Uh, birthday cards are, are selling, and uh, and we have all different categories, weddings and everything else. So go to your local Giant Eagle, get your Yenzer cards. So so uh, Todd, um, I, I got to tell you. Uh, I did a, a video on my Facebook fan page, and it, it was a video. Uh, I couldn't; they wouldn't let me boost it because it was talking about marijuana dispensaries, and we have the marijuana uh, dispensaries here in Pittsburgh now. Yeah. But the thing I was going to talk about was I don't know if you've noticed this with your friends, 
And it's kind of what I did in the video, which was IBS is, seems to be every friend I have, have has irritable bowel syndrome now. Because there's 17 things, and there's one of them. You could pick something to get, in, to get a prescription. And they all have IBS. There's oh. like 10 friends of mine. I said, what do you have? How did you get a prescription? And they looked at me real serious. Like, I am like, <laughs> I'm like gonna, not going to say anything. And they're looking at me and go, oh, I have IBS. I'm like, so that's how you get the and card. I'm like, and I'm like, you don't, you, you don't have to tell me. You know, I don't, you don't have IBS. And they go, oh, no, no, no. No, I have IBS. Like, I'm, gonna, like I'm a DEA agent. <laughs> I'm like, look, you don't have it. They're like, I have IBS. I'm like, okay, you have wow. I'm, And I'm a little jealous. Did, did you notice? I could get a card then. Don't tell me you have IBS. I take Prilosec. You have IBS? Yeah. Oh, you do? I take Prilosec. You're not 300 pounds. Oh, you're legit. Pounds. You're legit. Yeah. You're not 300 pounds and uh, yeah. don't have IBS. Oh, my God. That's great. You could get a card. Sam <laughs> and Jealous. You know what? As soon as you get the card, I found out this. Everybody who gets a card says this. They go, they make it sound like it's heaven on earth in there. Like, because I can't get in because I don't have a card. Like, you walk in and, Yes. Special music comes on. It's like on. Atlantis or something or whatever. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, you got to see it, Jim. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful. There's waterfalls. There's there's marshes. There's flowers. There's I'm like, what? <laughs> there, there's the baked goods are everywhere. You get baked goods, which is uh-huh. kind of interesting for me. See, that's the thing with me. I, I've never, I've told you this before. I've never done the smoking side of mm-hmm. it. But now you incorporate no i never have but oh my if you god incorporate food into something like that think about a competitive eating oh my goodness with marijuana cupcakes you might kill somebody with that no one's really od from marijuana you'd pass out and throw yeah. up maybe yeah you wouldn't there'd be everyone would be passed out by the fourth cupcake could you imagine a pizza like that they're probably yeah you could just sprinkle it i wonder how many like, marijuana cupcakes you could eat Oh my god. Well, you can eat a lot. I don't think I want to know. No, you would you would pass out, right? Yeah, At I some don't, point. I don't know. But it takes time to kick because in. Because I've never done that. So whoever won would pass out. Everyone would pass out like an hour later, I think. Yeah. I think it's like a delay reaction. Yeah. Kind of thing. But yeah, um I could eat a lot of right. cupcakes. Regular cupcakes. Really? Well, yeah. they they have, I think since they have baked goods, they should, they should, and it's in Pittsburgh. There's one in Squirrel Hill. They should make it like more Pittsburgh. Like they say, if you know, marijuana crawl, weed crawlers, pierogies. You need crawl. No, well, the bakers, they lady oh, locks. You need yeah, lady, lady locks. locks. Okay. Make for an unique right. cookie table for the weddings. Yeah. Imagine that wedding with that cookie table. That, that's what we're gonna see. see. We're gonna see the cookie table change. We should just open change, a man. wedding planning business. You marry people. We could have. Oh, that's the, right. I forgot. We I could have, have to the become, weed cookies. I forgot from last week. I have to become a reverend, don't I? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's. I no, still got to no sign hurry. up. Oh, really? Can I yeah. just do it quick? There's like, no hurry. You, I mean, you could do it in a day or something? Maybe next year. They don't review you or something to become a reverend? I don't no, think I guess so. not, huh? We'll look into it. Okay. So, yeah, okay. we could do that. We could get the Primanis catering. I might as well get an online. weed cookies. I might as well get an online doctorate, too. Because you can get you know, you know, can get all those degrees online. Yeah. I might as well become a, a doctor and a reverend, like a doctor in sociology or something, and a reverend. <laughs> I'm going for that. I like that. That'll be good for my. That'll be good for my esteem. It's an esteem. Yeah. I need esteem builders. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, the uh, there's a company in Japan. I was reading today. It's in New York Post. I'm reading this thing. It's 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 a huge. It's doing real well. They, you pay them four hundred dollars, and they will quit your job for you. Oh, my goodness. Because there's emotion in quitting a job. It's hard to quit a job. That's what they say. I don't know if it's 400 it, It's not it, worth $400 You have $400 to pay them 400 Well, you get nine. You only have to pay 90 after the first 400 Couldn't so you just you get, quitting. like, your buddy Chucky to go down and, and quit your job for you? He Chucky do it for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Kenny Oldansky do it for 20 Might do it for a permanent Kenny would sale. do it and go F off. <laughs> no, that, you don't want. See, that's the problem. You don't want Chucky or Kenny Oldansky to do that because yeah. Kenny... Would make it so you don't get any type of like reference because he oh. tell you, he would tell you to f off and flip a desk. So they do it in a nice way. You just gotta. So they do it in a nice way okay. somehow. And this is a Japanese thing, man. It's an, I don't know if it'll catch on in America. Huh? It's used in Japan. I guess when people leave jobs in Japan, it's like an emotional thing. I guess. I didn't know that. Maybe they get treated very well. I, at I their guess. Jobs. But isn't that strange though? That's the weirdest thing. That's I've a ever lot had. of money. Well. Yeah, especially if you're quitting your job. But then if you quit, you probably get... Now, have you quit a job? Oh, man, it's, a job? it's been years. You quit a job? Because I was at my previous job for 17. 
Okay. So, yeah, it's been at least 17. It was 17 years before I quit a job. Yeah, I've only been fired. No, my last job, I I was asked to leave nicely. Yeah, that was kind (laughs) of like, well, me, I got asked to leave, too, from a radio show. Well, not real nicely, but, you know. Oh, yeah, they added my stuff in a box. Yeah. Hey. There was stuff there, but but still. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I didn't quit. Right. Like, I didn't quit a job. So, I was thinking, it would be kind of emotional, I guess, to quit a job, right? I guess if you like the job, yeah. you like the people and the boss, and you got to quit, you got to go somewhere else. If you quit, you have another job. Yeah. So, that's what it is. You're letting them down. Yeah. See, now, if I would quit where I'm at now. See? You'd, I, be, a, you'd be a I, little bummed. I might have. I don't know if I'd pay 400 but <laughs> I would I would have a lot of thought on how might. I would uh, see, put my resignation You'd in. be all upset. You'd, yeah. 400 Say, so here's 400 Go ahead. Yeah. And then Jap- Japanese guy, I got him, Todd, no problem. It's all good. All good. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot, uh, since we're talking about around the world, Japan, we're, we're going worldwide here with this podcast. Yeah. The reason I'm saying that is, worldwide is, uh, we were looking at the statistics uh, last week, and, and the podcast is growing uh, every week over the last uh, uh, six weeks. And one of the most interesting things that I saw was we have, Around 177 uh, listens. It doesn't say we don't know if it's a few people listening a lot. Right. It may be. And if you're out there, you are out there, obviously. And I just want to thank you. I want to thank everybody for listening. First off, I really want to thank you, especially uh, for taking the time out of you know your day and choosing a podcast to listen. And some people listen over over and over and listen to a lot of different episodes, which I really appreciate. And I know Todd does also. But 177 yeah. in Amsterdam. Which yeah. was really interesting to see because you'll see like Pittsburgh, and then you'll see, you know, Greensburg, Turinum, Amsterdam, Coriopolis, Coriopolis, and then it was like seventy-five in Egypt. Yeah, so we're like seventy-five places. So, shout out to our friends out there around the globe. Uh, some in uh, England, uh, but there were, uh, like I said, Am- my Amsterdam friends. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think I you got to let me know. Wait, let me get the email here. I want to get the email. I have an email for you guys in Amsterdam. I want you to email me because the goal is. I think we need to set up I a, a phone see, number. We're going to get a phone number too, but right we're now. Make a text yeah, and call. We, we got to get that too, but that I want. I want. Um, okay, it's just J K R E N N at email dot com. Pretty easy. J Kren at email.com. So I want you, in, you're in Amsterdam. I, I'd love for Anywhere, you. Anywhere, anybody Egypt, Anybody, I love, yeah. But, but the, I, I think we need a trip to Amsterdam is what I'm trying to say. Oh, get a fun sponsor. I want to go to Amsterdam. Yeah, okay. So so we have to see how many of you are out there. So we can, we got organized this in Amsterdam, everyone out there in Amsterdam. We got organized a little party. I've never been out of Pittsburgh, in, Jim. You've, Todd is the <laughs> quintessential Pittsburgher. There's only one of the guys a lot of hope here because Kenny Oldensky never left Pittsburgh. Kenny Oldensky's furthest and biggest trip till he was 35 was to Geauga Lake. So I was going to say Cedar Point. That was for his. Me. <laughs> yes. Cedar Point would have been too exotic. <laughs> Kenny would have thought you needed passports for that. <laughs> so he did Geauga Lake and things like that. And, and he, out of nowhere, he meets a girl who works at the Gap years ago. And they're based in San Francisco. And he comes up to me one day and goes, hey, I'm moving to San Francisco. I'm like, what? <laughs> He's moved. You What? Ken, you haven't ne- you've never left Pittsburgh. And he did it. He went to San Fran with this girl. Now, he, the girl, they broke up about a year later. And to our surprise, Kenny stayed. He met a beautiful Asian girl out there. And he's yeah. been out there ever since. So you... You could travel. There's still hope I to have travel. A list. Why don't you want to travel? What, you, I you, do. You could travel. I just, you're I mean, successful. It, I mean, you do well. There was a time in my life where I couldn't afford it. I mean, you have. You're, Todd is like a multi-millionaire. Everybody, <laughs> a multi. He under-dare. He just let, yeah. He's, <laughs> I'm a multi under-dare. <laughs> he's real quiet about his money. Todd has quiet money. But, but yeah, you you could travel. I, you just I, don't I want to. I'm in a position now, and mm-hmm. uh, I have some work stuff coming. Uh, have you ever been with on a clients? Plane? Have you ever that, been on a plane? Uh, one time, only one time. Yeah, one time. That's amazing. I've, oh my god, I I must have flown nine. I flew <laughs> I flew 
10 times in the last six weeks. <laughs> you in, in the last six weeks, you've done I, it more than... I can't believe it. Why? You don't want to do that? I just... I, like I said, there was a time in my life where... <laughs> yeah, but still... I wasn't God. in a position. Could, I never really... A flight is, I worked you could go 150 so hard, bucks, I took, you go to Myrtle Beach. Vacations. You didn't think I'd go to Myrtle Beach for 100 bucks or something? <laughs> and I never took vacations or anything. So, like, that's kind of like my goal now, is I want to start, you know, my taking God, more vacations. God, you're like a freaking Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> I never took a vacation, never left this land. Vacation to me is like going yeah. to Permanis. That's like... I talk about Permanis. I, I you can tell that. I'm hungry. I admire like, that. We talk about Permanis a lot. Yeah, you're on, you're on a last diet. Last two shows. But but yeah, I admire that though. You know, because you you don't have to but travel. I, I have a bucket list. I just have to I, travel. I wanna... When you're a comedian, you have to travel. Yeah. So I had to travel. Yeah. Younger and now, just the way it is. Got to go to L. A. Got to go to these cities to play, right. perform. Most of them West Palm. Uh, interesting. Florida's interesting. West Palm. Beach is beautiful. You ever been? Yeah. No, you haven't been down. Uh, no. All right. So I, I have make. A, you know what's funny? I have a bucket is, list. I want to go to just, Vegas. I want to go to New York. Okay. Um, Those are two good ones. Los Angeles might not be. LA's great. You love LA. It's not on the top of the list. Well, it's but not the city. It's around the city. All the I would like to do. see it. Um, it's, it's fun. You'll love LA. Florida. Chicago. I wouldn't mind going to Chicago. All right. Let me describe Florida since I was just down there. Florida, like where I was, I was at this beautiful hotel called the uh, brazilian court gorgeous boutique hotel in west palm in in er, all around west palm is like there's this place called worth avenue and it's a it's a street with shops uh picture shady sides walnut street but like uh 10 blocks of it or something and every car i'm not making this up parked lamborghini rolls oh. mercedes so i'd fit in there the homes the vanderbilts all, they're all money homes you know uh president trust mar lagos down there so there's all these multi-million dollar yeah. homes forever historically they've been down that was like where they would go in new york in the 20s and 30s or whatever to okay. go to west palm now the interesting thing with florida is you go there and, and it's beautiful and now if you go 30 minutes outside town there it looks like the scene the set of the show cops or intervention oh. they could shoot either one of those shows 20 minutes outside of that Wow. Of that area. Like, so it's lush and beautiful in one area. Then you go 20 minutes outside that, and you're on the scene of cops and or intervention. It's, it's wow. a, yeah, it's very, it's different. It's crazy, but it's you like a lot of strip there. malls. You had fun there. Well, no, I, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I, I like yeah, you know me, meeting down there. We have a reality show uh, we're working on, which we'll yeah. be announcing later on. We're doing a, a, a pilot for, I uh, get to host uh, uh, a pilot uh, for a okay. national show. So we'll, we'll let everyone know as, uh, as it goes along. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So we'll get details as we go along. So. Those are long shots, but hey, I, I like the shot. Another place that I think I want to go, and as I get older, the goal for it gets yeah. worse. Okay. So, like, I always wanted to go to Philadelphia, eat a cheesesteak, and run the Rocky Steps. I did that. So now. Gino and Pat's, it's the two steak places. Is, is I want to eat a cheesesteak, mm -hmm. but then I'll probably have to walk. Yeah. The Rocky Steps because well, I can't. You saw me walk it, steps now. In the I can't run the steps, steps anymore. You don't want to fall. The, the cheese steaks <laughs> are good though. They, they they do have cheese. There's something up the bread, in, in yeah. the cheese whiz. And you know, I I was lucky with uh, when I worked in radio for all those years. I traveled. I got to travel all over the world, uh, all over the world. You know, London, Dublin, Australia. You name yeah. it. I was. We got to perform and do do the show. Uh, now we do spring training, Super Bowls, training camp. So we did. I did like eighteen spring trainings in Bradenton. So Florida was the one place they go the most. Now the interesting thing about Florida is the strip joints. Oh yeah, the most interesting strip joints ever. Yes, they're 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 kind of amazing. There, uh, they have the same rules as here. No touching, right? No, no touch. Well, some do, but no, no touching. Most of them. Uh, and the reason I bring that that theme up. Is because the story, another story I was reading in the New York, the New York Post, that there was a strip club in Bloomington. Did you hear about this strip club in Bloomington, Illinois? They had to shut down the other day. No. There I, was a, I usually there was catch them. What there was happened? a diarrhea, uh, diarrhea, diarrhea with epidemic with the dancers. Oh, my goodness. Yes, four dancers had a diarrhea epidemic on stage. They should change the name of the club stage. to the Brown Note. They actually did. How'd you know? <laughs> did they really? No, no. Oh, it's like... <laughs> I know. Could you imagine? Like, but here's why. Ready for this? The buffet. 
There oh. was food in a buffet. Bad shrimp. And, and there were some people that got it to some of the customers that got it. And that is my my rule that I'm going to tell you, Todd, is don't eat the buffet in any strip joint. Right. They're not going to be, usually, they're not going to be your top quality buffet. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't think. It's not going to be your best it's food, not, your It's not going to be the food. one like the casino. No, no. Oh. They, they try their hearts out. They do. Yeah. But it's just not great food, unfortunately. Yeah. But there are people that will do that. That is, know, worst, that, that is the worst. That has to be the lowest like point. crossing the streams at Ghostbusters. Like, you just shouldn't eat that, at that, the strip club. That is actually gut check time in your life. That is a bad thing. You're, if you have to sit there and it's you're at 1.30 in the you morning. You a cheeseburger you're, and a side of hepatitis? No, they don't do cheeseburgers. <laughs> you, you haven't been to many strip joints, my friend. You know, you get a strip joint, don't you? Omelet. Omelet. They always have an omelet. I'm saying, but 1.30 in the morning, a strip joint, and you're eating an omelet? That's a sad that's omelet. a gut. That's gut check time. Omelet and a side of hepatitis. I mean, things that things aren't going well in life. <laughs> if you're if you're doing that one, man, which is crazy because it, it, they would have problems because most strippers are, are medical students. Did you know that? If you go to a strip joint, most strippers, if you ask, talk to a stripper, hmm. you say, "What do you do?" You know, because you always like to do small talk. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, and, and not they, an expert. I'm an expert. Nice. So what, what they do in a small talk with a stripper. First, they ask you name. Okay. And now if they want to get a big tip, Todd, what they'll do is they'll tell you their real name. Oh, they'll go government. My name is Mercedes, they'll say. And then they'll talk to you a little bit and they'll go, my real name is Joanne or something. And then <laughs> and that means you'll give an extra tip because they're, they're opening up they're, Yeah, they're getting personal. They're real. Yeah. The others are faking. But to you, yeah. Todd, they're real. I see. That's the whole deal. And that's and when. I would probably be dumb enough to fall for that. Oh, yeah. And that's when you say to them, what do you do? What do you do? And every, well, not everyone. I'd say 90% of them will say. I'm in college, working with, they all want to say, really? What are you studying? They, they always say, pre-med. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Anyone who goes to this place, no, they, they all say pre-med. Every, almost every other one of them. That's which is crazy. a nightmare. I, th- I always think about that. I think, you know, what, what happens if, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, 10 years from now, you're in ER, and there's, there's Mercedes, Doctor Mercedes, there, oh. and, she, you know, and you're bleeding out, and she's like, "You didn't tip in a VIP room. <laughs> I ain't gonna suture you." And walks out. <laughs> so always tip them because you know you just don't know. You just don't know, man. So so we're not we're not a political show, obviously. No, they don't like to talk politics, but th- this this is sort. Of, I have to talk a little politics on this because right. there's a there's a woman. Again, Florida, this is a, a Florida show, I guess, since I was in Florida. I get all these Florida stories. Yeah. But while I was down there, I was reading in her local paper, there's a House candidate in Florida. Uh, I think her name's Bettina Aguilera. And uh, she's running for office in Florida, a House candidate. And the interesting thing about her is <laughs> she says she was once abducted by aliens. Hmm. And she's downplaying it. She's like, I don't want to be identified as only the candidate that was abducted by aliens. Interesting. Would you bring that? Is that a good thing to bring up if you're I, running for office, do you think? Like maybe she thought maybe if they start digging into her past, they would find out. But I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, because she was definitely, that's a good point, because she was definitely on record in yeah. some newspapers, I imagine. So she probably said, I got to, her campaign people present any skeletons in your closet? Yeah. Any affairs or anything? And, and, and she probably said, no, but I was abducted by aliens. And they're like, oh, geez, we got to get, maybe that, for her get that out. political career, she, weird? she talked about it. And now it's. No, she did. Okay. She actually was abducted by aliens. Oh. She, well, she said, which okay. is the most intriguing thing of it. I'm, I'd vote for her. I mean, anything can happen. Look, Kane, the wrestler, is a mayor now Would you? in Tennessee. It's an interesting. Would you vote for someone who said they were abducted by an alien? I mean, I don't no. know. I'd be, it's just a little no. bit. I don't know. I, I kind of believe it could happen, but I don't know if I'm a candidate. I can. You don't hear that often. Like you, you'd never hear even in the past. No one's ever said that. Like Bill Clinton wouldn't be like you know, you know, if he was. You know, I did not get probed by that alien. There was, <laughs> I did not. I don't care what they say. I did not. <laughs> I was abducted. There were no sexual probing. You could say what you want. That's the way it is. George G W George W Bush would be the same. He'd use it as like a a, a motivation. To, you know how you say you know get get 
the press and people fired up, you know, he'd be like in a pyramidal press conference. If he was abducted, he'd be like, uh, so we'll say there's a, there's an old saying we used to use when I was abducted <laughs> by an alien, uh, nanu nanu. <laughs> They'll fire you up. <laughs> President Trump would be interesting when he go, yes, was I abducted? Yeah, I was abducted by an alien, of course. And then I deported him right there. I said, back to Saturn, back to Uranus. Back to Uranus now. Big ears. They got big ears. I had bigger hands. I had bigger hands, and I scared them away. I mean, yeah, it's just an interesting. I just find it fascinating. Yeah. Right? I was wondering where you were going. I just was freaked out by it. I was like, that's pretty interesting. I'm reading this. Because it had. But then what if it's true? She said, I don't want to be defined by the fact that I was abducted. Because I guess once she announced it, people were asking about the alien thing yeah about. and it takes away from her political views i, I imagine it's <laughs> kind of strange man isn't it yes it's very strange it's very strange <laughs> so but then what what if she really is telling the truth well i believe she believes it yeah i, I don't know i watch the x-files and stuff i don't like, know i see the stories <laughs> with like people on the you know they talk about that stuff and it's like god uh, they look like a they look like lunatic. well but they look sincere too yeah and they truly believe it well, if she starts talking about Mulder and Scully, then we know something's going on. Yeah. If she gets into that. A little shady. So, your, your diet report, you're down about, what, 10 maybe? 10, 12 pounds, not more? Well, uh, so it's a little, it's like a week and a half. I'm down, I was 325. I'm down oh, so you're not more to now. like 308. Oh, okay. Right now, Good. So. You're on the way. Yeah. I'll be under three hopefully by next show. The re the reason I was saying is uh, there's a new cookbook mm. that came out and got some healthy recipes. Uh, Snoop Dogg. Oh. It's a cookbook. Okay. And it's got some it, it, recipes were like mac and cheese, hot dogs. Bur- it was like all microwave food. Oh, it was yeah. like all burnout food. <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> Which I would expect, right? I, you know, mac and cheese. I want to make like a good. ramen noodle cookbook. I think we've talked about this before. <clears throat> I don't remember the ramen noodle cookbook talk about. Uh, maybe off the air. I don't know if we talked about yeah. it on the air. Ramen noodle cookbook. Yeah, I love like ramen. No, no, with like I love ramen exotic noodles. ramen noodle dishes. I don't think there, there could It'd be, be a one. bestseller. I don't think it could be exotic. I like ramen noodles. I had sriracha ramen noodles the other day. But I'm not going to. I, 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 I would. I don't eat them every day. Do you eat them all the time? No, no. Is that a staple? That's like a college kid thing. I think. I, I don't know. I do it. I wouldn't eat them every I'm, day. I, 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 mean, I, I eat them. Snacks. That's my snack. That's one of, it is one of my go-to snacks. I will say that. They're easy. Yeah. Just put the hot water in. But I just can, think. You can come up with like cook. an exotic cookbook yeah. for ramen noodles on I, a budget. Yeah. I'm in. Well, that's kind of what Snoop Dogg's book, book looks like. It's kind it of looks a, like all microwave It's kind food. of easy. It seems to be. It seems okay. to be. Or easy to, you know. It's like steak was one of them. Like, I think I can do this. I guess he was just like. So that friendship with Martha Stewart's paying off. That, that, you know what? That's what? I didn't even think about that. He gives her You're weed. Right. She gives him right. recipes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he has irritable bowel. <laughs> Snoop. <laughs> Could be. Right? Could be. That's how he got his prescription. He got his card that way. Yeah, he walks that guy in my bowels. <laughs> I got to go for shizzle. <laughs> now listen, if you have irritable bowel out there, I'm telling you right now, please save the comment. I know because I get a lot. We get a complaint sometimes, you know, say things, and in like if you have an ailment or something, please refrain. I know you're already writing, Jimmy. I used to think you're funny, but I have irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> I'm on the toilet right now. I hate you. I hate your guts. I can't believe you're making fun of it. It's not. I'm not making fun of it. Just want you to know, I'm not. Any illness out there, not making fun. If I bring up an illness, I'm not. <laughs> it's just, I'm just saying <laughs> that the IBS was on the list. That's all I'm saying. All right? Just making it clear. Because we get a, you know we do get the complaints every once in a while. Yeah. I get them you know, more often than not. Did you see uh, Andrew McCutcheon is uh, a New York Yankee? He, well, is it official? Because they, they I was reading I'm how they were trying. I'm pretty sure they're working it on went the through trade. late last night. Yeah. Okay. So that, so it looks like he's he's going to be a Yank, and and I was bombed because he wanted to stay here, and and that was one of the big deals that it, I was, that I was made us all angry. I hope that he was going to come back. Really? Like that? But then I was like, yeah, they're not going to. It's trade just too much. I, well, 
they they won't pay, but they should have paid him. You think? Well, I guess they. I don't know. I guess they must know what they're doing. Who knows? But my God, he was he loved Pittsburgh, and he was one of the best players in the league. Hey, he's a good guy. Met him, got to meet him a few. I did batting practice with him once. Yeah, I I did batting practice with the Pirates, man. Imagine that. They had me in the in the uniform, and I'm working my way into batting practice. And there's Neil Walker. It's all this a few years ago. Neil Walker and McCutcheon and me, rotating in. They don't tell them. And all of a sudden, I'm rotating in. McCutcheon just looks at me and it's like, "What is? What is? Who is this guy? This guy with a beer gut. This isn't some guy coming up from Double A or Triple A." And and I I hit, hit like two grounders. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, and whiffed on the others. And he and he laughed. Be fun. No, it was cool. You're, you've been on a field on PNC. Uh, it's the coolest thing no, in the world. I've been on the field is amazing. Just to the edge, to the at the edge of the dugout. And I got to uh, that particular day. I did batting practice. My favorite thing, though, was I got to uh, hang out with Steve Blass, and we reenacted. Uh, you know, he pitched a four hitter in Game Seven of the World Series. Steve Blass, oh. in seventy one. So we reenacted after they won. He jumped on the first baseman, uh, Robertson. So I, I was serious. Robertson. So he jumped on me. Yeah, it was just a little thing. <laughs> just a little fantasy I had to run through my head. You know. I, guess, I, I love the Pirates, though. I, I'm a big Pirate fan. Yeah. And in, in uh, through the years, I got to do a lot of promotions and things with them. I did, um, oh, I got to call the pierogi race once, which was cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I'd like to be a pierogi once. Do you think the pierogi suit would fit me? I don't know. I'm not sure. It's different. It's kind of hot in there, too. Sorry. It's not easy to run. I think, <laughs> I, they wanted me to run into pierogi. I just said I was better announcer. I yeah. thought, yeah, and at one time we did the one time I did a thing, we had an idea with the Pirates. This is uh, on, it was on the radio, and this is early '90s. Pirates are starting to get good. It's right before, right before the Bonds thing, where we we lost to Atlanta and all the playoffs. This is a year before, and we're starting to get good. We got Bonds and Bonilla, got Bobby Bonilla and Barry Bonds on the on the team. Okay, and uh, we're playing the Mets, and we are competing heavily against the Mets, and it's coming into August, okay? So, come up with this idea. It said, muck the Fets. Yeah. So, we started doing muck the Fets. So, we started doing a broadcast, muck the Fets. So, we're sitting there going, said, we should go to New York and do a muck the Fets broadcast in New York. And they said, okay. So, we're, we're set up to go there. And then, all of a sudden, Major League Baseball calls. It says, the, the head of Major League Baseball, commissioner's office, they find out that I'm going to go out there and we're going to do this muck the fest thing. And they said, they said, you can't, you shouldn't do it. We're not responsible for his life. Oh, man. Because the fans will kill him in New York. Yeah. And, and so I said, well, I'll do it anyway. But I'll try and do it. They, they said, all right, well, the Mets were nice. They let me do it. It's how long it was in Shea Stadium. So they said, well, let him do it in Shea Stadium. Okay. So we go and we're doing it in Shea Stadium, and, and Scott Paulson and I are doing it, and we're doing a mock the Fets thing. Now it's just us in, we're like in a booth in Shea Stadium, and we're doing this broadcast thing. And all of a sudden, they said, "Hey, the press is here. And this is New York City." And they go, "The press? Yeah, they want to talk to you. Like about what?" They said, "They just want to ask a couple of questions about the mock the Fets." I said, oh, "Okay." So I walk out. I am not kidding you. There were about 200 press people there. It looked oh, like wow. a major press conference because this is New York. ESPN, everyone's there. And I walk up to a podium. I don't know <laughs> what to do and what to say. Oh, I'm just an idiot. I'm just doing a stupid radio stunt broadcast, right? And I am standing there, and they're grilling me. And I don't know what to say. They're like, do you hate the Mets? And I go, no, I don't hate the Mets hates a strong word, you know, <laughs> and, and I'm like, it's just mock the fats. I'm like, you know, we're competing. It's fun to compete. I'm trying to dance around this thing, the yeah. whole thing. Well, anyway, I do the press conference, okay? And here, we go back and I start finishing the broadcast and the head of PR comes in and goes, there are 27 death threats on you. Oh, jeez. So we have to get you out of New York somehow in your faces on local television. And you're going to be in publications by tomorrow. Was it both tomorrow. of you or just you? Scott and I were there. It happened to be just me oh, that they geez. happened to pick on for the thing because I just happened to do the walk out with a press conference or whatever. Yeah. So having my face is all over the, the city. So Scott and Harrison were like, what are we going to do? So they said, well, I put a hat on, you know, <laughs> and I, that's, that's all I had as a disguise. So I go out and we sneak into a cab 
and because like I said, I was the one they dragged out for the press conference. Yeah. So I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I'm in the back of the cab, a radio's on, and it's this, I don't know what station it was, maybe the fan or whatever. Yeah. It, was, it sounded like a British person was saying the way they said it was like, there's a broadcaster who had 27 death threats today. His name's Jim Cretton. In New <laughs> I'm like, holy, I'm, list I'm listening to this in the cab, I swear to God. I'm like, oh my God, we gotta get to the airport. But then I, Scott goes, that's a lot of death threats. But I said, I said, Daryl Strawberry probably gets 12 a day. He played <laughs> on the team at the time. He was controversial. But, it, it was, but I made it out alive. Yeah. I made it out alive. But it's more one of the more interesting things that yeah. I did. Imagine if that happened today with how viral things get. Well, it would be more instant. Right, oh I mean, it, you're right. It wasn't quite the internet was there. The internet was there, but it wasn't like it was there, but it wasn't like now. Obviously, yeah. with phones and you know, yeah. it was just starting. It would have been tougher to make it out. Yeah, for sure. That was pretty much escape from New York. That was a, yeah. <laughs> the other time I death threats was in Philly, in uh, the early '90s uh, for the Spectrum, the Pens. Where uh, it's right before we we won the cup, first couple cups. And same thing. We can go. We never. We never won a game in Philly ever, in the history of the Pens. We never won one game. So I had a friend who worked at this cost at a costume place, and I always said, "Hey, why don't we do uh, dress up as like witch doctors, and like break the curse, and like we do a dance or something if they happen to win, and we're we're good." It works out. We had you know we had uh, Lemieux and everybody. We had Paul Coffey. They're all just. This is the year before they win a win at all. Phil Bork, you know, Bob Airy, it's They had muckers, grinders, stars. The team was coming together. So I said, we could win this game because we, we got a really good team, great team. And I said, if we do, a, we do the dance, this could be something. And so I get, I go down to my friend's caution place, and I get us the, like, grass skirts and stuff, and I put a Penn's jersey on and a bone in my nose, paint, wore paint, like a witch doctor hat. And yeah. Like feathers and all the whole, like a witch doctor. And, and a bone. I have a big bone. And Do you? Yeah, and Scott has a bone, the whole thing. <laughs> you had big bones. We both had big bones. So, so the best is, <clears throat> and you're gonna have to bleep this out. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I'm warning everyone listening. I'm gonna say what I, what the guy said no, no, at the end of this, it. but 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 Todd's gonna bleep it out, okay? Because there, there's sometimes there's kids listening. But anyway, yeah. so we're in a spectrum now. Okay. Now, a couple death threats coming in because they already knew about us being there. Um, hockey wasn't as worried as baseball for whatever reason, but <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> didn't care. Uh, it, it's now it's before the game, so they say, okay, you guys gonna do this? I say, okay. So we put the the stuff on and we go down onto the ice, and now I'm standing in the middle of the spectrum dancing, and all of a sudden, beer cans, bottles, everything is being thrown at us. We're both docking beer cans and we're dancing. We're doing the whole thing. Cameras oh, are geez. on us. We're like, oh, don't, I'm making up something. Where, where did you do this? On the Philly ice. Philly Spectrum, on the ice. On the ice. On the ice. And they let you do it. Yeah, he brought us out. It let us dance on the ice. And, and, and like I said, things are getting I thrown. I guess you guys didn't think that through. Nachos are getting thrown. I'm getting, we're getting barely missed, but didn't get hit. And we're doing the whole thing. And, and, and we're dancing, and, and they bring us back up. And I would go up to the booth back in the media booth, okay? And I still have my witch doctor outfit on. I'm a little traumatized, okay? So I'm sitting there in my witch doctor outfit, and I, I'm watching a game, and we're winning. And, and you know, I can't remember what the final score was, but we win. And uh, there's about a minute left, and this old, crusty uh, writer from Philly, Philly Enquirer writer, some, some beat writer, been covering hockey and sports forever. He comes up to me, he goes, uh, he says, uh, kid, he goes, what you did out there? What you did out there reminds me why I got into writing, why I got into doing writing sports, why I got into covering hockey, and why I got into covering sports in general, what you did out there. And I said, I actually said this, I go, the love of the game, the competition, I swear to God, he looked at me and goes, no. <laughs> I said, really? He goes, so that's yeah. the part he I goes, believe. He goes, you're gonna, yeah. he goes, you're gonna get laid. You're gonna get laid. They won. They're going to give you credit for breaking a kiss. <laughs> and you know what? We were on a highlight. We made the, we made the, uh, the uh, NHL highlight. Oh, yeah? And we're still on. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was ran it uh, about three months ago. Somebody the saw it. We made that Pittsburgh year's. We broke the, the they, caught, they They gave Scott and I credit for breaking the curse. <laughs> That's awesome. I know. That Isn't that pretty cool? 
That is, my favorite thing was that guy though. When yeah. he said, you know, I, I, I was all wide eyed, you know. But you know they that was kind of risky because you know they threw batteries at Santa Claus. Oh, believe me, I know. They had a jail in the in the in this in their football stadium in a, in a basement of their football stadium of a jail. That's how rough it is. But yeah, they're very passionate, which I respect the passion. Got to respect yeah. the passion. But yeah, so we broke the curse. That was that was another weird. Just some weird, some weird things that you got, got to cover <laughs> when it comes to sports. Man. Yeah. Did, uh, part of the travel. So that's what you have to look forward to. You get to travel. You're going to see all this I stuff when you travel. So. We've got to get you out. i got to get I, you out. I would love let's to take do these baby things. steps. I baby. want to be the guy on the ice <laughs> yeah. with a big bone. And, uh, let's, let's, do it. let's do baby steps for you, okay? Taunting the I'll Philadelphia fans. Out there, anyone out there, uh, we'll, we'll go go to that email, right? Okay. With jkren at email.com. At email.com. Uh, and let's start uh, baby steps uh, for Todd's travels. Let's start with a uh, bed and breakfast in Newcastle. Okay. So if anyone has knows of a bed and breakfast in Newcastle, we'll start there for him right. to travel. That'll be your first step to yeah. going out of town, getting out of town. <laughs> I don't think you should just jump into it. Right. We'll go to Newcastle. Then I think we could work toward Meadville. You know. Yeah. And then maybe Connie, stop at Conneaut, maybe. Well, you've been it's to, still you, there. You've been to a couple of the amusement parks. You said right. You've been, did you say Cedar Point? Is that what you said? Yeah, Cedar Point. I've been to Idlewild. <laughs> That's nice. You never did. You, you, See, you have little Vinny. You got to go to Disney, man. That's yeah. now that's your first trip. When he's older, you want to do that. You got to do Disney. It's <laughs> really? the greatest. Oh my okay. god, it's awesome. It's tremendous. The food's great. They got drinks. They got great bars there. They know like what to they're be doing. In crowds of people. <clears throat> no, they know what they're doing. They get anxiety. They know how to get. The parents are all drunk and partying. It's great. <laughs> and they watch the kids and stuff. You know, they, they have activities for the kids. It's fantastic. They got it down. Good stuff. Did uh did you see this new comic book that's coming out? What is it? Um, there's going to be a comic book. Um, I'm not a huge comic book. Are you a comic book guy? Uh, I like the movies more than the actual. I won't sit and read a book. Okay. But uh, this one I'm I so probably you, you, will. you didn't collect or get into because no, that's a big hobby. But I, I'm, I'm into superheroes. I'm okay. a superhero nerd movie guy. Mm-hmm. But the uh, there's a Bruno San Martino comic book coming out. Oh, that's and it's cool. Gonna, it's going to be uh, telling the story of his life. And it's, Whoa. A, it's a Bruno. They just announced oh, it wow. uh, recently. Oh man, that his uh, comic book will be coming out. That is fantastic! Wow, so you know, a year ago, uh, right around now, we were in, in Italy with Bruno. Yeah, so that, that's tremendous. A Bruno San Martino comic book. That's a cool so, way to so illustrate his life. Uh, his so life. it'll be like a whole series of, yeah. like, you know, of his life and stuff. We'll probably go from the war and all that, yeah. and the whole deal, and into his wrestling and all that. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. And it seems like it's independent. An independent. Yeah. Which is a very smart thing to do. So they're doing a Kickstarter campaign, you're saying? John Crowther. Okay. Is the name of the, the person. The person doing it. it. together, yeah. That's great. Good luck to John. It's a great idea. He's a writer in Florida. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, Bruno's worldwide. So yeah. Everybody. That makes sense. No, that would be tremendous. Fantastic. Yeah, I, w- I think I would get those and collect them. Oh, I think every, a lot of people, everybody in Pittsburgh would get it. I'm glad to see his legacy going on. Yeah. You know, as we we talked about him with, with Kevin Colbert, remember for yeah. a, a couple shows ago, man. Yeah, we went there to talk about the Steelers. Half the show we talked about the Steelers. Uh, as we kick off uh, the regular season coming up, as this broadcast, it'll be seven days or so before the game. Or yeah, we, we'll the, week, the week of week the game. of this is week of. So we beat. Cle- we're going to go to Cleveland. Got to beat Cleveland. I've been watching Hard Knocks. Cleveland's okay. full of hope as they always are. Yeah. Cleveland always they has the best exhibition season. You know. I always I uh, got a chance to watch a Steeler highlight film. Larry narrates. Larry Richard narrates yeah. the highlight film, and it's so fun watching our Steeler highlight film because we have great teams, right? And we have great players, so you get to watch these fantastic, you know, hopeful highlight shows. And I always wonder, like, how I've never seen like did you ever see I never seen like a Cleveland Brown or Bengal highlight show from the year they always have terrible years what did they how do they even theme the show how do you have a highlight like show last year every team has to light? have one what do you have you have no wins what do you have it's got to be like the, the the theme has to be they had nice uniforms or something hmm. you know full of hope that would have been the name of the the thing i guess right building for next year and then they would have to show every game yeah because that's what they do they have to show every game every team has to have it yeah. so if your team loses you have to have a highlight film which would suck if you're losing team all the time yeah, they, they had that parade last year. Do you remember that? What did they? Yeah, oh yeah. For Cleveland because they had no wins. But what, but what would you do with the hot? I always wonder all these losing teams, man. It's terrible. But like they, they'd show the we highlight. Don't know. Film. We're from Pittsburgh. Half of this we team won't that. be here next year. <laughs> the 2017 Bengals or whatever the 
last year's one. That 18, this is the year, this is a Super Bowl year. Yeah. I'm feeling it. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. This is definitely a Super We got it. We're going to beat the Browns. Big. This is a big game. Yeah. Browns are better. I'll give them that. I watched Hard Knocks. They look. There's a coach on Hard Knocks, man. I can't remember his name. He's like an offensive line coach. He's, For he's Cleveland, got a, when he Cleveland. talks, his men. Did you see that? His belly moves? Yeah. His, be- I was just, his belly moves. Okay. It's pretty cool. Yeah. He's like 500 pounds. He's got to be 500 pounds. Yeah, I've seen the memes. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen the oh, memes. Oh, you got to see. The show is what he does. It, what he talks is belly. What he's doing, it, you know, drills. Yeah. And he goes off on uh, stretching. He doesn't like stretching. And he goes off. He goes, hey, World War II, they didn't stretch. They jumping jacks. They did, they did uh, push-ups, and they ran across the beach in Normandy. <laughs> and, and the players are looking at him like, well, they could have pulled a hammy. He goes, ah, he starts screaming at them. I mean, <laughs> he, he doesn't look like a coach. He looks like more like a comedian, this guy. He's yeah. just a white Maserati. Like He looks like a Farley. Like if you get Farley a chance to watch Hard Knocks, man, watch it. I'll have to look it it's up. It's definitely worth watching. Yeah it's, yeah, it's it's tremendous, tremendous. But, yeah, good luck to the Steelers, man. Go Steelers. We're rooting you on. We're, gonna, we're going to our march to Atlanta starts against Cleveland, beat the Browns, as we do usually. Yeah. I'm going to go lightly. to Ralph's, uh, Ralph the lightly. Cat's uh, tailgate party. Yeah, that's a big party. Yeah. It's be huge. It's gonna, I'll be there. Okay. I'll be there. He'll have the edibles there. He'll <laughs> have the edible food there. So, yeah, man, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited about Snoop's cookbook, which I'm going to get, of course. Okay. Right? Yeah. We got to get the – I'm going to get it. I, we should get the cookbook and try some try some meals. Yeah. Some Snoop Dogg meals, don't you think? We should. Uh, I, I like no. mac and cheese. Do you like mac and cheese? I'm a mac and cheese guy. There isn't much I don't like. <laughs> Is there any food you don't like? <sighs> what would you get? That it's you a very like? small list. When you hit 300 pounds, you're pretty much like liking sauerkraut. a lot of foods. I don't like sauerkraut. Really? That's yeah. the one? I, I think that's pretty much So if it. you're already, the, the, that's the one you go, I, I can't. No more. Get out. Yeah, I'm not a sauerkraut guy. All right. Like, I, I get a, I, I don't like rubens right, anyway. because of that. Really? All right. Anyway, you go over to someone's house. That's the one thing you don't want to make for, for Todd. Right. Everything else you're in. I think I'm, yeah. But like, your competitive eating days are done. You're done, right? You retired. I'm on a sabbatical. Nah, you got to retire. <laughs> it's over. It's over. We're going to get. Don't we want to try to do the hot dog thing next year, man? Nah, nah. No. We, we, we want to keep you around. We don't want your heart for to. For one day. We don't want your heart to explode. Let's get you down to like 250 and that's it. You'll be lean, mean. Yeah. You'll be like when George Foreman slammed down or something. I don't know. You, you're, 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 you're already. Hey, are, has, anyone, has anyone noticed you lost weight yet? Uh, a couple people at work. Huh? There, there you yeah. go. Huh? Yeah. yeah. That's because you're the boss. They have to say that. <laughs> they all have to kiss up to you, right? I guess. Oh, you look great, Todd. Todd <laughs> looks great, doesn't he? Yeah. Right? I guess. I guess. You're the big man. <laughs> oh, man, a, a great time. Uh, it blooms here, and uh, my cigar's almost done here. And uh, we enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed it, everybody, all over the world, worldwide. Everybody from, like, a Butler, Uniontown. Yeah. To the Netherlands and Amsterdam, and Amsterdam friends out there. Egypt, England. There, there, there were, we'll have to get the whole list next week. We'll go through the list. Yeah, we should have Stanley, Stanley Pikachowski come in and read it. We'll just get the whole list. Yeah, all over the world, man. So we got a world. We're worldwide. I love it. So enjoy. Uh, thank you. I hope you enjoyed uh, listening as much as we did doing the show again. And uh, uh, don't forget uh, to email me at, at jcranitemail.com, especially, especially in Amsterdam, because we want to get Todd. To Amsterdam with this show, you it's and my I, goal to do you and I want to go right. and see how my, all of our friends in Amsterdam, which yeah. I find is just fascinating. We had, uh, like, wouldn't it be funny? We went to Town Square lists. and there was like a Jim Crenn statue. That, well, wow, that'd be so fun! <laughs> wouldn't it be great? The I, show blasting, yeah, on like the red light district. I wouldn't yeah. mind it to be in a red light district where the hookers are in uh-huh. the and it swings and the windows and, and you know, hmm. and then my statues out front. Yeah, that's what I'd want it right there. Well, dressed like you were in Philadelphia. With the bone and oh, you mean my witch doctor? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm gonna do steeler cap, pirate oh, okay. jersey, pen stuff. You know, all <laughs> black and gold. We're gonna go with the theme in oh, Amsterdam. Yeah. I, I, I wonder. No, maybe a Pittsburgher out there in Amsterdam that's listening. I yeah. don't know, but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe just an Amsterdam maybe fan. Somebody, we'll have to check the stats again. Maybe somebody was on vacation we, and they well, were binge listening. I can't wait for the email to come in from Amsterdam. Yeah, and England and all over the world. We do England. We go across the pond. Right, I, do think, I think we're gonna put the. Um, Get Todd some tea. <laughs> we're gonna put the. Uh, Spall tea. We get that com- that uh, phone numbers, so that yeah. they can text and leave we us call a in during it. Yeah, yeah, during the show you can call. Oh, you can text anytime. Leave a message yeah. for us. Yeah. 
You're so tech savvy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And, and Todd's working on a couple other podcasts. Merle Hodge has a podcast you might want to check out also. Is it, is it on the air yet, his podcast? Uh, is it coming out? It's, it's coinciding with his book, okay, Brainwash, so so is that it isn't out for release yet. Okay, so, you can so, pre-order it at Barnes & Nobles, I think. Okay, in, in the, the podcast is not out yet, though? For no. Listening will be soon. We're, uh, I think the, the goal was to put them in the can. Okay, and have, and have them all ready the to go. And, okay. to launch with the book. But then they're through the, the tour and with breaking news, there'll be live event, like live Facebooks and we'll get uh, like that. Oh, there's the police for me. That's my escort home. <laughs> but, but, yeah, but yeah, so we'll get Merle uh, on the show yeah. to talk about it soon. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll get Buddy Merle right had, before the book comes we out. We had. Uh, I know you're on a diet. You may want to break that one day. Uh, Merle and I in in, in Borky, Phil Borky. I know. I was kind of jealous. I didn't get an invite. DJ's ribs, man. The best. We. Oh, you got to have these ribs. I tell you, out there, if you're a rib person, try DJ's ribs in Weirton. They are the absolute best. I'll stake my rib reputation on this. I'm guaranteeing. You know, Todd, you could bring down two racks easy. Although, oh. diet now. Rack yeah. and a half. Although, ribs aren't too bad. It's just meat. Uh, There's no like carbs, ribs. right? I like, I like ribs. Yeah, it's just it's meat. It's a sauce that, it's that just, no, it's, brings your calorie this count This is up. unreal, man. Yeah, DJ's. It's, only, it's not like it's a franchise. There's only one. He, he had offers the franchise. Never did. In the... It's killer. He's always packed. There's like yeah. a line at the door to get these ribs, man. People come in from all over to get these ribs, all over the country. It's it's yeah, tremendous. We got we'll make a new road trip up there. All right, we may do a podcast up there. Yeah, do we? Let us do we? Ask the DJ. Well, he'll yeah, he's a nice guy, the owner, great guy. Told me the story how he did it and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, it's pretty um, fascinating, man. Yeah. I'd like to make a trip. Yeah, yeah so. let's go. Hey, uh, stop into Blooms on the south side, like right around the corner from Jack's, and uh, it, you'll love it if you're a cigar person or if you want to buy cigars for somebody, come on into Blooms. they got an incredible selection if you have a cigar person in the family or friend. And don't forget, go to Giant Eagle. Get your Yenzer cards. Get your Yenzer cards today if someone has a birthday or any kind of celebration of Pittsburgh Yenzer cards and all your Giant Eagles. It's Jim Crenn and Todd DeFazio. Jim Crenn, no restrictions. Go Steelers. Go Steelers. No restrictions. Hey, everybody. Just want to let you know with the Jim Crenn No Restrictions app now available on iTunes and Google Play. It's absolutely free. Streams 24-7 of No Restrictions. Make it easy on Just get it today. It's on iTunes and Google Play. Jim Crenn No Restrictions app.